giant elf. <laughs> the coast is clear. Come on in, Ed. <laughs> My roommate is still out shopping, so we have the place to ourselves. Now it's time to find out who's naughty or nice. <laughs> Being pushed and shoved all day so I could buy gifts I can't afford. It's a regular Yuletide treat. Catch me! Santa, how could you? I've been sitting in the backseat of the car for half an hour. What am I, a dachshund? <laughs> Ma, be careful. He has a gun. <laughs> this is a toy. He has been holding us hostage all this time with a toy gun. I can't believe it. Neither can I. Dorothy, you call yourself an Italian? You can't tell the difference between a toy and a real piece? <laughs> Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's time to lighten the mood after the crazy day that I've had. We won't go into it. Trust me, we won't. This, of course, is the Golden Girls Holiday Suite. Happy Holidays. This is from, I believe, TV Land. It's interesting because about a year ago, on December 31st, Betty White died. Betty White was the last of the Golden Girls. She was beloved. She was just a month shy of turning 100 years old. But due to a leap year, I still feel she was already 100 years old. All four of the Golden Girls were beloved. Rue McCullaghan, B. Arthur, Betty White, and Estelle Getty. And they're all, they're all together now. I think if we were all to visit the stage that they filmed at, I think you could feel their presence. Because that energy just never leaves. Those four comedians. The writers were brilliant. From 1985 to 1992, 30 years ago, the Golden Girls ended their seven-year run. And then they started doing the Golden Palace, which barely lasted a season. And so here we are. We still celebrate these four hilarious ladies. I love Sophia. She was just, oh, my God. Picture it, Cicely. Those kind of lines. And then Dorothy Spornak. Oh, my God. You know, just her one-liners. Blanche Devereaux. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Just with a very big heart, but man crazy. And, and of course, Rose Nyland. Sweet, naive. But my favorite is when she takes that bear and she's like, life just isn't fair, kiddo. <laughs> she snatches it. Oh, my God. <sighs> They've had many Christmas moments. By the way, happy Hanukkah. I know that I was going to talk about something else and I got sidetracked and we'll talk about it soon. I have to gear up. I'm planning to have some guests on the show. Um, but yes, happy Hanukkah. You know, I say that because in reality, Estelle Getty was Jewish. She was playing an Italian mom and an Italian grandma. But in reality... Estelle Getty started out in the Catskills in Yiddish theater. But she was a wonderful actress. She played an amazing, amazing character. 
I mean, the fact that her and B. Arthur were like a year apart. I think they were a year. Yeah. Yeah. And they're playing mother and daughter. It's a beautiful blouse. Hope it's all right. Dorothy said you'd like something crotchless. You've been humming jingle bells and yelling hey. Now, why must you do that? Because it's too hard to hum the hey. We promise to turn away no one, remembering how Mary and Joseph were turned away at the end. Reverend Avery, it's always puzzled me. Why didn't Mary and Joseph call ahead for reservation? <laughs> Surely they must have realized how impossible it is to get a hotel room during the Christmas season. I guess that's one for the theologians, Rose. Everybody thinks the best way to show someone you care is by going into debt. I mean, where is the love? Where's the sharing? Where is the, the true spirit of Christmas? Neiman Marcus, ladies apparel, third floor. <laughs> it's a St. Olaf snowball. Rose, there's nothing in there but snow. That's what St. Olaf looks like in winter. <laughs> Religious vision. Oh, God, it's so beautiful. Being here reminds me of my favorite Christmas back in 1951, which I spent at the USO, making a better Christmas for our boys getting ready to leave for Korea. I gave those servicemen something even Mr. Bob Hope himself could not give them. A rash? <laughs> See what I mean? Oh, my God. The Golden Girls. It's moments like that <sighs> that it really just, it's hard to believe they're all gone. And I know we can't all be like Freddie Mercury, Jason, and live forever. Because <laughs> who wants to live forever? They'll probably come after me for that, but I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, Christmas is a time to laugh. A time to share. A time for joy. Yes. <sighs> but it's also a time for humor. Lots of it. I just thought this was such a cute idea. I made the same one for each of you. Here. Sophia. The man of Blanche's boudoir. <laughs> it's a calendar. <laughs> Each month has the picture of a man who's brought some special joy into my life. Oh, man. So, oh, honey, this is so thoughtful. <laughs> Whoa! September. Yep. I'm surprised you're able to walk in October. <laughs> <laughs>
There's nowhere the angels did say. Did I ever tell you about that? <laughs> we tried to launch a production of A Christmas Carol with an all-chicken cast. But look at the time! Isn't it late? I'm so tired. <laughs> See what I mean? Tis, tis the season. Tis the season. Those four hilarious, <sighs> crazy ladies. Now, I'd be remiss if I don't celebrate those of you who celebrate Hanukkah and how thankful I am for you. And yes, somewhere in the genealogy, I am Jewish on both sides. Or is it one side? I don't remember. Yeah. No, it's on the other side. It's on the other side because we were Spanish Jews. Yeah. Fascinating. Although I didn't have a brisk. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I know someone who did. And I didn't have a bar mitzvah. <laughs> oh God. That is cool. I, I know people who have, who have been bar mitzvahed. They say it is is just amazing. It's amazing. And during this holiday season, I'm thinking of my friend whose son is Jewish. And I think they had a bar mitzvah. And then, um, you know, his son has expensive taste. <laughs> when he was little, he told me that, I guess, he wanted truffles. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> It's funny. It's funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, those eight crazy nights, lighting the candles, listening to Adam Sandler sing the Hanukkah song. Yeah. Eight crazy nights. I always love that song because he's he's mentioning all of these different Jewish celebrities. But then, you know, I think of where... You know, you celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah. And it's back to my friend again, because I remember one year, I remember he told me his son, he saw the Christmas tree they had, and he said, Daddy, Mama don't have. <laughs> and so he sent him over the Christmas tree. <laughs> it's like something out of Charlie Brown, you know what I mean? It's hilarious. The reason why I played the Golden Girls was it's, it's you know, you got to liven it up. I, I get it. You know, there's a lot of pain in the world. There's a lot of sorrow. And humor is just, it's in, we need it in great volumes. We truly, truly do to laugh at things. I, I forgot last night that there are so many hilarious Titanic parodies. I found one from... SNL Sherry O'Terry where she's playing the old lady and they're slapping her around. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah, speaking of slapping around. Ah, uh, Blanche Devereaux. I I think we all love each of the Golden Girls individually, but also together. I mean, those cheesecake moments I think that's where we all, as a country and as a, a universe, started to really love cheesecake because the Golden Girls, whenever they had a problem, they would sit and they would eat cheesecake. And then sometimes they would go through a whole cheesecake 
and then they'd have to get another. Oh yeah, I've got another. A rose, someone would have another because they knew when it was spilling tea time and it was drama or having to make a decision, a difficult decision. That's when you brought out the cheesecake. And, you know, you think of, of I, I think the, the Sicily stories are the best. Picture it, Sicily, 1922. And I say that because here we are, 1922 was a, a hundred years ago. So a hundred years ago, Sophia would tell those stories. I'm trying to remember how old Sophia was. Okay, she was born in 1905 or 08. So she was coming of age during the, the 1920s. She had survived the first pandemic. And um, I don't know. You know, that's the thing with those characters. They're, the, the continuity of the age was always kind of off, but it was a show. It was a show. And also, it was a parable of sorts because you had these four women. You know, two of them are related and the other two aren't. And they became a family. And that was kind of similar to uh, the LGBTQ. You know, many of them are kicked out and don't have a family. And they make their own family. And that's what the Golden Girls did. They made their own family. They lived together. They cried together. They laughed together. And now they're all gone. To me, they they really are a band. It's like you got... The Beatles, the Rolling Stones, you two. You really can't have one without the other. There is Golden Girls Candy. I know because I have some. There are the Golden Girls Funko Pop. There's the Golden Girls Puzzle. The shirt. Am I, I think I'm wearing my Golden Girls shirt underneath my hoodie. So, yeah. That's the holiday season right there. And whether it's snowing or not snowing... Or whether Blanche is being Blanche, or whether Rose is being Rose, or Dorothy is being Dorothy. It's all about those moments together as a family. A family where they all they all got to be with one another through tough times. And um, let's let's for the one hundredth anniversary, let's go to Sicily, shall we? Sicily? Are you kidding? They invented chores in Sicily. <laughs> Crossing the street without getting pregnant was a chore in Sicily. <laughs> Rose never mentioned Sicily. <laughs> Picture it, Sicily, nineteen twenty-two. A young military officer stationed far from home. He wanders the street seeking a friendly face and a glass of Chianti. Finally, he happens into a dusty little cafe where he finds both. The man laughs for the first time in months and finds inspiration in a beautiful peasant girl, wise beyond her years. Well, the cafe is closed, she takes him home with her. Three glorious days they make love and drink wine. He returns to his command. Prepared to lead his people through whatever battles need to be fought. Dorothy, that young peasant girl was me. And that young man was Winston Churchill. 
Now, you made that whole thing up. Now, what is your point? That I made it up. Picture it. Sicily, 1912. A beautiful young peasant girl with clear olive skin meets an exciting but penniless Spanish artist. There's an instant attraction. They laugh. They sing. They slam down a few boilermakers. Shortly afterwards, he's arrested for showing her how he can hold his palate without using his hands. But I digress. He paints her portrait, and they make passionate love. She spends much of the next day in the shower with a loofah sponge, scrubbing his fingerprints off her body. She sees the portrait and is insulted. It looks nothing like her, and she storms out of his life forever. That peasant girl was me. And that painter was Pablo Picasso. Ma, I have a feeling you're lying. Be positive. Okay, I'm positive you're lying. Let me tell you a story. Sicily, 1912. Picture this. Two young girls, best friends, who shared three things. A pizza recipe, some dough, and a dream. Everything is going great until one day a fast-talking pepperoni salesman gallops into town. Of course, both girls are impressed. He dates one one night, the other the next night. Pretty soon, he drives a wedge between them. Before you know it, the pizza suffers, the business suffers, the friendship suffers. The girls part company and head for America never to see one another again. Rose, one of those girls was me. The other one you probably know is Mama Celeste. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I know it's awful, but I have this incredible sweet tooth. What is it? Cheesecake. What kind? Chocolate. Oh, I think this could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> I just don't know what to do. Let me get the cheesecake and we'll talk. <laughs> Oh, my God. Blanche, what's wrong? Here we are in the middle of a crisis, and there's no cheesecake. <laughs> Didn't we buy one yesterday? Yes, but I found two gray hairs. <laughs> what's everybody talking about? We started out talking about Mrs. Claxton's funeral. Yeah, but somewhere along the way, we segued into Blanche, the miniseries. <laughs> the point is, you're letting Stan get too comfortable here. He may never want to leave. Now, she is right, Dorothy. She is not. He is recuperating. He is not getting comfortable. Believe me, he doesn't want to stay here any longer than he has to. Stan, you're wearing my robe. Tell me about it. Which one of Stan's angels forgot to pick up my dry cleaning? Oh, well, she's... I just love it when we all get together like this. Blanche, how you doing, honey? I'm just feeling terrible. I'm just a wreck. All I can think about is Big Daddy and that woman. Rose, cut me a piece of that cheesecake. Bigger. You know, there is nothing worse than being wide awake and scared and by yourself. Oh, yes, there uh. is. Being wide awake and scared and by yourself without a double fudge chocolate cheesecake in the freezer. I'll get the silverware. You're better already. <laughs> you all are not related. No. Really? The way you were teasing and talking to each other, I thought you were family for sure. Isn't that something? Hmm. Well, isn't it funny how 
Sometimes it takes a total stranger to point out something that's been right there in front of your face. We were feeling so sorry for ourselves, we forgot we are celebrating Christmas with family. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Rose. Merry Christmas, Blanche. Merry Christmas, Dorothy. Merry Christmas, Blanche. Merry Christmas, Rose. What the hell is this, the Waltons? We're a family stuck in a diner on Christmas Eve. Yeah, but at least we're together. Boy, I know I'm feeling better. My craving for cheesecake has returned. <laughs> Girls, we can't drink plain milk. Why not? It's disgusting. If we're going to have milk, we need cookies. Hell, if I'm going to have cookies, I'm going to have cheesecake. <laughs> See what I mean? It's all about that cheesecake. It's all about those picturesque Sicily moments. And here we are a hundred years later. Picture it, Sicily, 2022. We're almost at the tail end of 2022. We have a pandemic that is slightly behind us. People are still getting sick. I'm drinking a lot of liquid IV, taking a lot of vitamins in the morning, and of course, drinking my espressos. Two shots. And I do it so that it fills up the cup so I don't have to put any coffee in there and so that is the dr zeus film podcast it is how many days till christmas i've got all the presents wrapped but i'm sure many of you are still out there looking for the perfect gift ah one two three four five five days until christmas and so as always unpleasant dreams <laughs>